Hello, and welcome to Greedo Shop First. My name is James. My name is Marco Sparks. This is the Star Wars podcast for people who hate Star Wars fans. Welcome. <laughs> and maybe the Star Wars franchise currently? It's rough. Yeah, when, when last we spoke on this pod, it was four-ish weeks ago, we talked about the first three episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. Oof. Little did we know it got worse. how much worse it could get in a whole I variety saw, of different ways. I saw a tweet yesterday that was like, whoa, it's real obvious which of their kids, the, which of their franchise kids Disney likes better. And it's like, do you fucking blame them? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know if it's a matter of likes as much as like, I don't know, Lucasfilm just doesn't seem to have their shit together. You know, <laughs> like, No, no, they don't. I kind of feel like Favreau. This is a situation Favreau and the guy at the cowboy hat should be taken in front of Congress. You should have to testify about what went wrong here. I really thought the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a real clusterfuck of a show. Holy goddamn. This is a show that fucked itself on so many ways with special effects. You should have a script in place before like you have spaceships. You know what's funny is I I like um just I don't know what this says about me as a person. I was going to back to listen to some of our very, very first episodes of this podcast. Yeah. Let's see what we thought way back in the day. And we were just like dunking on Favreau. I was like, oh, wow, we really hated this guy like a long time ago. Like we've like Good. never we've never been on the Favreau train. We were just like, oh, fuck that guy. I think like Cowboys and Aliens was probably most recently in our memory. <laughs> we're like, yeah. oh, what, what a boring choice. Like he'd be like the most boring milk chest choice for uh, a new Star Wars movie. And we were yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Good goddamn. I think they, they got very lucky with Baby Yoda and that covered up a lot of the cracks in the Mando show. And, and Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, oh, hey, this guy, like his scripts are like, I don't know, high school sophomore level garbage that were like done the night before. Well, it's a it's a great example of. Make good choices at the beginning of your show mm-hmm. and know what the fuck the concept of your show is. Yeah. What? God, here's, here's, a, here's a random question. I know we're going to get into this. big one. Mm-hmm. I just this came to me. What is Sophie Thatcher's character's name? Oh, you'll love it because it rhymes with trash. That's drash. Like it's trash with D. When is that said on screen? I think ever? somebody does say it like once. They never say Cad Bane's name. You're just supposed to no, know. No, they, they do one time. Do they? One time. Hmm. One time. And and the way it is said that if you're like most people who I think watch the show, though I don't think most people are watching the show, you're like, who the fuck is Cad Bane? Yeah. <laughs> Such a dumb name. All the names in Clone Wars are so bad. Like embarrassingly bad pre Vizsla, give me a fucking break. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we we'll be talking about me. episodes four through seven of the Book of Boba Fett. Two of those episodes contain Boba Fett. Um. Before we do though, let's two and a half. Two. Yeah. Two, I mean, two and one eighth. <laughs> two and he's in he's in the shot technically. For like 90 seconds, if you get your stopwatch out, he doesn't That's say true. anything. Yeah. Phoenix Shant has lines. Yeah. Okay. Before we get to that, let's, I don't know, maybe this will be a more fun discussion. We can talk about the Super Bowl just happened. We can talk about the trailers that we got during it and a little before it. Let's start with the, uh, is this a big one? I guess it's a big one. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, that trailer and the Super Bowl commercial combined more satisfying than all the Boba Fett episodes easily that's anything really just that shot of um, Wanda with like the blood on her face and it like zooms in through her eye that alone close up. was better than anything in the book of Boba Fett 
Well, I tell you what got my dick hard was the uh, WandaVision Wanda, like caressing the face of Scarlet Witch Wanda. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy shit! I'm like, I-, I love this movie. I don't even, I don't, I don't even care what this movie's about anymore. I don't, I don't like. I'm, I'm probably too hyped for your like, like Evil Strange. Yeah, this whole like things, things just gotta. Kinda- <laughs> I'm just like, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe this is what you've always been meant to be playing uh, Doctor Strange as Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Well, because it covers up the uh, like Dormammu, I came to bargain accent. Oh, speaking of accents, I, sorry to bring it back to fucking Boba Fett, but the Cad Bane voice guy, I guess yeah. it's the same guy from the cartoon, but like maybe it works in a cartoon and in live action. I just keep picturing a voice actor who's like the way he does the voices. He, he like locks his teeth while he talks. You know, like I am Cat Bane, and I can't open my mouth when I speak. Wasn't he? I've only ever seen this guy in like YouTube clips, but isn't he like more mechanical in the cartoons? I have no idea. He's just—it's just like, hey, look, it's Space Lee Van Cleef. Like that's how creative we are. You know, it's, yeah. it's just literally Lee Van Cleef, but he's blue, and he's got some like cables going into his face. Well, they really went to a whole new like movie reference in Star Wars, which is the fucking King Kong movies. Oh all right, all right, enough of that. Doctor Strange. <laughs> um, as as we suspected after watching like No Way No Way Home and just kind of like seeing where like the fandom is these days, where it's all just about yeah. cameos now. It's like it's definitely going to have Professor X in it. It's probably going to have like Tom Cruise in it, and maybe the new Reed Richards or the old one. You know, like mm. I, I think. Um, Captain Carter's shield is like in the poster, the poster somewhere. So yeah. yeah, it's everyone's going to be in it. You know, I don't, I don't like who, who could like, like Tom Jane is a punisher. Like what's like the, what's like the really deep cut. Hasselhoff is the, is uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Um, punisher. I don't know. They that awful old Captain America. Nobody even remembers that guy. There's like, there's a couple though. There was like two at least. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt uh, Frewer from that Gen X made for TV movie that was fucking awful. The, the, the thing that no way home didn't have the guts to do get the guy from the seventies electric company, Spider-Man oh, yeah. movies. Is you know Ferrigno what I want? Still alive? I just want fully uh, X-Men from the nineties cartoon. I just want a cartoon of like rogue to show up on screen. I'll do you one better. What if it was morph? And somebody morph. just yells, morph! <laughs> I think I'm more hyped for that X-Men 1999 show than, or 1997, whatever it was, and like yeah, any other yeah. thing that's coming. Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, what's Tell Psych, I got him a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't uh, know. It, it looks weird in the Doctor Strange way that, that never seems quite psychedelic enough for me. Yeah. You know, whenever they're showing all these like spiral crumbly cities and whatnot. Or his face turns to crumbly yeah. bits. Yeah. Yeah. Him and America Chavez. Yeah. I it, I just worry, is this movie going to be a fucking mess because there's so much? Yeah. It's, I mean, are they just like... I think you worry that like the, the, the kind of really compelling character stuff like Wanda could get lost in all this. Like her yeah. line about like, I do it and I'm the villain. You do it and you're the hero. Like, how does that seem fair? You know, like more of that... Hopefully it's just nonstop, like or not nonstop cameos, you know. Right, yeah. As they just hang out at like the Citadel of Ricks or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, like in theory, the Tom Cruise as the superior Iron Man is funny to me. Mm-hmm. I just worry, like, is he just gonna 
I don't know. Tom he, Cruise sometimes he, will no, eat out on these we, weird we, cameos. We both are exact, on the exact same wavelength here. Like when he gets to do a fun cameo, like he gets he, he unleashes the, the the inner, you know, operating thetan within there and he yeah. goes a little nuts. Okay, but I mean like I tweeted about it today. Like you you and I are old enough. You remember he was going to That was be like Iron early Man. 2000s, wasn't it? Or was it 90s? I thought it was late 90s. I thought it was, maybe, late 90s. Maybe it was late 90s or I want to say yeah. it was before Whedon was going to write the Wonder Man, Wonder Woman script. But it was it was after Whedon was a success with Buffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but he, he had the yeah. the script doctor thing. He had to, like mm-hmm. the X-Men movie. Um and like Cruz, he would have fucking ate out on that shit. Like if he'd been Iron Man back then, I don't know, maybe Cruz would have avoided some fucking weird shit in his career. Or like Joss Whedon could have gotten even weirder, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joss Whedon, but the, the what if where he becomes a Scientologist? Or just can you imagine like at a certain point, there's an interview with Tom Cruise and he's like, Joss Whedon, he, uh, I don't like the way he talks to women. <laughs> Somebody wanted us to read that whole variety or do like a reaction to that whole, was it variety? Was yeah, that, yeah, 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 the whole article on Joss. I feel I like know. the whole podcast to be in tune with it would be you and I both being like, I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite okay okay you know air quotes around favorite here but the yeah. part, the 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 excuse that he gives for some of his misbehavior was essentially what was i supposed to do not fuck them like that's basically <laughs> like what he's saying in like the part where he's having all his affairs like they were hot starlets like what what, what do you expect <laughs> me to do it's like well hmm. he's, you he's had, like you had the, like two years to workshop that excuse and that's what you came up with he's like two seconds away in that interview from like googling a picture of emma caulfield and being like look at her look at me look at her look yeah. at me come on <laughs> oh, oh he, he certainly I, lives long enough to become a villain i tell you what though i feel like we've talked about this many times on the podcast or outside of the podcast but it's a patreon exclusive where somebody buys you and i a drink and we talk about what we really think about joss whedon <laughs> <laughs> oh nice kitty in the background there Oh, yours or mine? Oh, yours. He just went behind you. Oh. Or she, whoever. Classic. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange. Hopefully it will be good. I, you you saw No Way Home, or you right? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. 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 It was fine. satisfying, but I don't know. Perfectly fine. It's, I will I'm waiting for, is... for Marvel to make something that really like gets under my skin a little. Is it Moon Knight? Maybe it's Moon Knight. Yeah. Is it Oscar Isaac's accent, British accent? Maybe Sometimes it is. Sometimes my dreams get out of control. I, I, you watch that trailer, and it's just like this could be good, but like, will yeah. they will they let Oscar Isaac truly cook, yeah. or will it I, be pulled down back down to earth by the gravity of Marvel? You know, I was underwhelmed by the trailer, but not out on the show. And then I saw the picture, which is not in any of the trailers, Super Bowl ads, where he's in the the Moon Knight suit, like mm-hmm. not the not the costume, but like the suit, the white mm-hmm. suit. Right, right. And I was like, okay, you got me back in. I want to see how they bring this in because this is the shit. Um, I'm just hoping it's really weird. I don't even necessarily need it to be good, but just like a commitment to weirdness instead of feeling like every other Marvel thing. You know. Well, I I can say that I read Io Nine today. Mm-hmm. Read, read my io9 like a good little internet yeah. internet bitch boy and uh oscar isaac says that because it's a limited series they were able to push it in a way that he was surprised by okay. so so that's, that's their marketing angle basically yeah yeah that's yeah. reassuring i like how that's you and i are both people like we still go to websites to yeah. read the website like it's a newspaper yeah 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 
Oh, hell yeah. The first two yeah. hours of me being conscious. Mm-hmm. I need my internet bitch boy news, uh, which is where I got the rumor that maybe, maybe Daisy Ridley is going to come back because her film career's not the greatest. Chaos walking. Chaos yeah. uh, walks right out of the box office. Well, because otherwise, what has she got? The uh, like, I know your mustache. I just, I want better. like the, like the, the Ray and Rose and Connick show. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess Ray has to run the Jedi Academy or whatever. That just seems boring to me. I feel like she should like teach Finn and like Finn can take over and like, I don't know, she goes on a walkabout or something. I just want that. It's like a year later, that same old woman on this shit fucking planet strolls past and she's like, Hey, aren't you Ray Skywalker? And Ray's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm I just, just I just want the trailer to like just voice over. I was happy being a nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, before I forget, the trailer that we we need to talk about from the Super Bowl mm-hmm. was the one that wasn't there, which is Obi Wan. Oh yeah, I guess because Moon Knight is first, they didn't want to. Mm. I don't know. Like you said, who's the favorite son there? Um, yeah. I don't know what to feel about this Obi-Wan show. Which is funny because there was a fucking Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. ad. I was fucking terrified for a moment that he was going to start hawking like NFTs at me. Yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah, throw yeah. something to my television. I was like, no, not Ewan, not Ewan. Like, I can take a lot of betrayal, you know, but not Ewan McGregor. There's so much fucking crypto nonsense. <laughs> so much fucking crypto nonsense. Uh, God damn. Like the '90s nostalgia and the crypto nonsense, but I mean that commercial though. I, I explain to me how Ewan McGregor's had such a shitty film career for the last 15 plus years because that commercial starts, or even before it starts, his dick is on screen, mm-hmm. and then the rest of his swagger comes in and starts talking about I don't know, like Expedia or whatever the fuck. I don't know, man. I was uh, I was listening to the Watch podcast earlier today. Andy Greenwald, who normally annoys me, had a couple great points. One of them was about like the Matt Damon crypto ads, where he's like, "I'll bet this is how it went down." Like they came to Matt Damon, they told him all this crazy shit, what was it going to involve, and Matt Damon's agent was like, "What's the number that's just completely absurd to these guys?" Yeah. And he like says it, and they're like, "We can do that." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess I'm making crypto ads now. Like I said, I saw a great tweet was just. These guys need to disclose what were they paid in crypto or real money? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, another great quote from that podcast uh, is that the Super Bowl is a stress test for our society and we fucking failed today. <laughs> uh, yeah, I felt like I was having a stroke watching half the ads yesterday. They were just uninterested. To me, the best ad that I saw that wasn't like uh, Doctor Strange was probably Liquid Death. Oh, did they have like, an ad? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, at least this is something entertaining. Have you seen how much they sell seltzer now for? I don't know. Like, like it was like six bucks for like an eight pack. It was like, wow, we are stupid. We will it's just buy anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a racket. Uh, so, I guess we can talk about this briefly because I don't give a shit about it. Jurassic World three. Why Dominion. do we even need Chris Pratt? Yeah, he's kind of superfluous. But I mean, you've got the big three. There are a bunch of people about, like posting that like shot of the three of them together and be like, why couldn't Ryan Johnson give us this? And it's like, well, one of them died in the uh, movie before yeah. Ryan Johnson's, but yeah, blame well, him for I, it. And I'm pretty sure that we've talked about in Greedo, the problem with the sequel trilogy, or not really problem, but whatever, the, the reality of the sequel trilogy is that it wasn't like a new big three, not really. No, I mean, not in the way we, people wanted yeah. there to be. But like Jurassic Park, 
had a big three. Jurassic World certainly doesn't have a big three. No. I've never seen the second Jurassic World movie. I don't know why I would. It turns into like fucking Home Alone with dinosaurs halfway through it. It was like cloned little girls. There's a hilarious clone little girl bit. Like it's the unintentional comedies off the charts at some point. Mm. Yeah, it, it wasn't very good. I to me, I feel like the impression I get from these Jurassic World movies is they're trying to chase the fucking high of the end of the Lost World. I'm trying to remember. Oh, you mean like when they go to the city? Yeah, the T Rex in San Diego. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like they're just been trying to get back that they need to go to that fucking bananas Jurassic Park four idea that they had. Do you remember? Well, they was, yes, because they kind Oriana's of half-assed military dinosaurs. They half-assed tried to do it in Jurassic World with the whole like train the the raptors thing. But no, the original yeah. plot of Jurassic Four, or maybe it was three. I can't even remember at this point. But it was that they they made intelligent dinos who could speak English, and then they became mm. like a commando unit. And it was like the Dirty Dozen, only it's like fucking Stegosauruses and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, David Boreanaz is going to be like their Rick Flag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somehow that Marvin. morphed into the Chris Pratt character, Ugh. basically. Ugh. Yeah, that. I mean, I'm not not going to defend David Boreanaz, but come on. I, I just don't really get the Pratt. point. First of all, I don't believe that the dinosaurs would multiply that rapidly. Like, I feel like we could handle such an incursion of like a dozen dinosaurs in the wild. You know, we have drones and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it looks dumb. Anyway, uh, are, they, are they bulletproof? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the whole appear, appeal of Jurassic Park is that it was like this isolated thing and they did have some weapons, but they weren't really, you know, it's not like they had a massive army or a police force to, to combat these dinos. Well, and you had the, your, your main characters who were on the run, they're fucking under siege slash diehard slash home mm-hmm. alone was archaeologists and a mathematician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was, kids. Was, yeah. Yeah. And kids. Oh, by the way, did you like your uh, Christmas present, Dr. Ian Malcolm? Oh, yes. Thank you. (laughs) With the shirtless. He's doing the pose. Yeah. Your favorite pose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good pose. Mm -hmm. Now, the only other movie pose I need is I need them to do a Funko or whatever of Obi-Wan at the top of the stairs. Yes. Revenge of the Sith. (laughs) Uh, Over under. How how many? I'll tell you. like How many hello there's do you think we get from the Obi-Wan trailer and then the Obi-Wan show. The trailer one. If they're smart, they end it with that. Mm-hmm. You could start it with that, but I think you end it with that. The show, I'm going to go three. Three. That seems solid, yeah. Does Darth Maul show up in the show? Oh, God. I, mean, I guess he could because he'd technically be alive with his stupid robot legs. No but Kira, I mean, by the way, in Boba Fett. Um, but probably... Like, they had the fucking scene in Rebels where they meet again. Mm-hmm. Do they just redo that? Yeah, I'd stopped watching Rebels by that point. It just got too painful. I've never watched the show. Well, I watched the first episode. I take that back. But like, it's all my Star Wars cartoon history all comes from YouTube clips. I watched the cut scenes of uh, what is the Star Wars game with the little ginger boy that has like the the fun oh, little lady? Um, Fallen Order, I think. Jedi I, Fallen I, Order. I, watched I like played a that game. Minute. It was it was boring. It was very dull. I watched like a thirty minute thing. It was just the scenes of the witch lady. Mm-hmm. I need more things to do with my time. Um, so the other trailer, The Rings yeah. of Power, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, Amazon Prime, coming 
September 2nd, the day Tolkien died. September 22nd, Frodo and Bilbo's birthday was right there, but I guess they were like, we'd rather do it on September 2nd. <sighs> I I heard you say that to the tune of the day the music died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it just was boring, man. It was a boring it trailer. Generic. I mean, it, it reminded me a little of that Warcraft movie. Like, they don't. I, I I feel like the like a lot of people are just like, oh, CGI bad, whatever about the trailer. But it's it's more than that. It's that these like directors when they have the the kind of tool palette that CGI gives them, they don't know how to restrain themselves. Like mm. like the way like Peter Jackson would just go ape shit with like these sweeping camera shots all over the place, and it's like fake mm. CGI shots. It's like just just settle down, like discover a tripod, you know, like just like grounded a little more like so that it doesn't like the fluidity and the motion of the camera and like all the the like fake you know creatures and whatnot like we just know it's fake even if you've made it as photorealistic as possible like it just like it looks fake to our eyes i feel like you know it's like you need to settle down a little bit it's the same way that you film a conversation you film a conversation as if you're the third invisible person who's inside the conversation so your angle is like you turning your mm-hmm. head left or right. You kind of need to keep something like that ethos with CGI shots. It doesn't really matter that like, like magically you could be like a fly swirling around and then zooming and yeah. falling out. Like, but, but that's dizzying and people will just be reminded of how fake it is. And I kind of feel like, like ironically, I think a lot of video games in the two thousands kind of like got that aesthetic from the Peter Jackson movies and like mm. really ran with it. And then he kind of like, like a, you know, a snake in its tail went and pulled all that, that. Like it'd been like hyper, you know, realized in video games and he pulled it back into the Hobbit and did it even worse, Oof. you know? And so it's like there, it's just way too much motion and fluidity. this like fantastical shots. It just doesn't look like something a human or a Hobbit or an elf would be experiencing. I feel like you always threaten me that we're going to do the Hobbit movies on headcanon. And oh my I, God. I really did I make you to... did I make you watch the last one in the theater? Yeah, it's like four hours long of just like a battle th- scene. The only thing good about it is Lee Pace riding a moose. Your mother um, loves you, Legolas. But like, I only want to really like if we ever do them on headcanon. I only want to do the second one so I can talk about Kate, the anti-vaxxer elf. What about why does it hurt so much? Because it was real. <laughs> uh, yeah. Orlando Bloom, that's a guy who basically threw away a career. I uh, threw it right into Katy Perry. I mean, he's doing fine for himself. Well, I mean, Miranda Care. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, come on, but man. The- you were in Elizabeth Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rings of Power, it, it really it looks like the Hobbit. I, I don't think that's high praise. Good. Um I don't know. That that Vanity Fair was it Vanity Fair? All these I don't I don't know, all these magazines are saying to me. Whatever article that was that came out mm. beforehand, um, might have been variety, about the show did not fill me with confidence for the show. Mm. When they're like, We know Hobbits shouldn't be in it because it's the second age, but how can you have a Lord of the Rings show without the Hobbits? It's like, oh man, that's yeah, yeah. It's not doesn't sound good. But here's my problem. You could have taken that trailer. Okay, I'm a I'm a guy who's just sitting down mm-hmm. watching a new trailer. 
Ooh, new content. I'm going to jerk off to that. You could take that trailer, play it in front of me, and at the very end, you could say, the wheels of time, or whatever. And you could like, just oh, say, cool. like, Elden Ring coming to PlayStation and, and 5 and Xbox yeah, yeah. X, you know, like, this fall. Yeah, it just was, it was boring to me, too. That's the, that's, honestly, that's the biggest sin. It's like, okay, you're squeezing hobbits, and there should be no hobbits. Whatever. But, like, if it's interesting... My eyes are open. My ears are are open. But but it's, it kind of, of like weirdly split the difference between like a true teaser and a trailer. Like we got no story, but it also wasn't, I don't know, um, if mysterious is the right word, but it didn't tease enough. You know, it didn't, mm. it didn't titillate. It's just like, here's some crazy action scenes. Oh, look at that. It's like Galadriel is like climbing an ice wall, like in, she's in Game of Thrones or something. In how like, well, what I worry about is that the new thing, which they couldn't have anticipated three years ago when they started filming the show, mm-hmm. is the the new thing would have been like, oh shit, you guys, do you think Galadriel is going to be in this one? Like, are they going to yeah. get Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. back? And then we have two years of Kate Blanchett lying to the internet about that. But also, Hot Sauron, you guys, Sauron, that's an idea yeah. that's just sitting there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. They're also compressing the timeline, which seems like a bad idea to me. It's kind of antithetical to the whole new Minorian downfall. So, would the show end with the 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 prologue to Lord of the Rings? Seemingly, but okay. there's like a really it's like like a over a thousand years I want to say between the forging of the One Ring and the kind of downfall of Sauron. There, you know, like, there's a lot that happens in between. I am amazed to me that of all of this, the, the, what is that? That's a weird sound. Um, the, the, what, is, what amazes me is that the, all of the bullshit of this ilk, I feel like House of the Dragon still looks the best. Uh, yeah. I think that production crew is just better. They know yeah. what they're doing, they're more experienced. Yeah. Um, they know how to go shoot on location and get the authentic vibe of a relocation, well, it's, it's even if they're going to CGI and stuff in the background, you know, isn't it basically like a better call Saul thing where it's like, we just, they didn't want to put the crew out of work from game of Thrones for more than a year or two. I mean, if I were them, if I were HBO, even with game of Thrones ending, seeing all these other shows like ramp up, like, Oh, we're going to do Witcher. We're going to do like Lord of the Rings. I'd be like, Hey, if we ever want to do another one of these shows, we need to grab those guys. Yeah. You know, we need, to, we need to keep this crew, you know, together as much as possible because they know what they're doing, which puts us way ahead of these other shows. Because then you can you can go watch The Witcher real time, and it's like, ooh, man, that's that's what it looks like when you don't have the production value of Game of Thrones. Also, it's pretty funny though that that considering like their chief visioner is that Miguel Sapochnik guy, mm-hmm. that they're just like at least the trailer is going to be almost entirely in daylight. <laughs> Yeah, that Lord of the Rings, it just was boring. I, I that's it didn't linger in my my eyes at all. It bothers me that the hobbits are going to be in it or the Harfoots, whatever. Um mm. cuz they're it's like they can't really they they shouldn't affect the plot in any way mm-hmm. cuz you know, they're not part of the canon, so either they will affect the plot and it'll be annoying or there'll be no point to their story right. sort of thing other than as some sort of like thematic resonance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl boss Galadriel. Oh. It sounds. It looks like they're like giving a lot of Gilgalad stuff to her, which is dumb. It's and like, like Elrond will be in it. Elrond with like weird Harry Styles hair. Yeah, there was a guy they, who was they like described as like a 
they describe this like a, a young, eager politician or something like that. It's like Elrond is like the heir to the high king. Like he's not a politician. Like what are you, the fuck are you talking about? Mm. Yeah. Also, they described Morgoth as a god, which just like really bothers me. I got in the flame war on Reddit about it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Did you win? I like to think I won. Okay. He's not a god. There's only one god in the Tolkien verse or whatever. Who's that? God. No. Well, that's anticlimactic. Yeah, I mean, Morgoth is basically Lucifer. You know, I mean, it's uh, a pretty uh, strong metaphor there. <laughs> okay. It's Tolkien. Yeah. I mean, he's a devout Catholic. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cellar door. Huh. All right. I well, I I feel like I'm just I'm I, I'm like those little little piggy guards like in a, this <laughs> cliff that I didn't realize was there. I don't want to be pushed towards it. All right. Let me let me just easy towards it. Uh, High Republic Phase One is complete. How'd you feel about it? That means nothing to me. I didn't yeah, even know exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, from what I I did not read the 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 two main or the two of the three main adult books. It sounds like they were all kind of the same, just these kind of like jumbled messes of too many characters and like disasterizing plot. I don't know. Mm. Seems blame. Definitely not uh, reading a comic to keep up on that shit. So I was doing some traveling uh, last week and the week before and the week mm-hmm. before, and I had an opportunity to go through a lot of my old shit from from fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. I had so many Star Wars books that I never read. Fuck yeah. You should it's, read them. You should read well, all the X-Wing now. books. No. They're gone. Well, I, I saved, I think, most of the X-Wing books. Or That's I might good. have your X-Wing books. You might. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I there was a period where it was just like Star Wars book. I picked it up. And I just had a shelf of them that I never read. Did you have the Crystal Star? I sure did. Nice. I saw a great tweet today. It was just like, uh, if you're old enough to remember the courtship of Princess Leia, you need to take some vitamins. Yeah. I remember it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, was it the, the, what was the, I think the one that really tells you how old you are, Trusa Bakura. Oh, I had that. Yeah. 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 I was into that. Luke has a girlfriend in that. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, Wedge is dating a bird, right? And she, that girlfriend dies later. Um, yeah. Wedge dated a bird for a while. See, I want the podcast. Like scientist that's, bird. That's like the hot goss and the shit talking amongst those Star Wars writers where it's like, they don't like what the previous book did so they just fucking have the the bird dump wedge in the next book yeah he had to get back with Ayala. oh nice get it wedge uh let's see the book of boa fett Oof. episode four you just want to go episode by episode you have yeah. an opening statement i have no opening statement yeah. it shows trash it's trash Uh, here's my here's my here's my opening statement. Tatooine is a toilet full of sand, and it seems like a weird fucking place for there to be such a rampant body modification subculture. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Why would you cut off like your elbow and forearm and like reattach your human hand? Well, and the weird thing is that, like the idea of like body modders, like a cyberpunky type thing. Yeah, it doesn't not fit. In the wider Star Wars galaxy. Just not on Tatooine. Just not on Tatooine. And, or at least not like that. You yeah. know, like it has to be much grittier and grimier. And yeah, like not like kind of neon well, bright colors. Five minutes in this episode, episode four, it's all like German techno and ghosts in the shell shit. 
And I, I wanted, like, I would have accepted this, this whole, these whole subset of characters if it was like every fucking other scene. They're like, God damn, I keep getting all this fucking yeah. sand in my, my robo joints. <laughs> I, I need some special lubricant. Yeah. And there's no way Fennec Shan didn't die five days later from infections. So many infections. I mean, they were kind of stuck with that dumb plot line. What amazes me about episode four is that this was like, in theory, the Fennec Shand episode. Yeah. We got just no insight, like zero insight into her character. She's like, I guess I'll just stick around with you because whatever. I like the way you like cold-bloodedly murdered those bikers. That was the one good thing you did in this whole show. When she shows up out of nowhere at the end of the sixth episode or seventh Mm -hmm. episode to kill those dudes... And like basically end this storyline. You're like, why didn't you do that in five episodes? Well, but also ago? I was like, oh yeah, I completely forgot you existed for 25 minutes. I'm so sorry. She got saeded. Yeah. Does she eat now? That dude removed her stomach. And how do you not do the the fucking? I know it's a Disney Plus show for kids, but mm-hmm. how do you not do the scene where the guy like takes out the organ and like slops it into a bucket? You know what I mean? I mean, there's this whole like, well, it's Star Wars, it's for kids or whatever, like. There's you know, like those Marvel shows, they get like slightly, you know, PG-13, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you could you could show like a weird organ and get away with it. I mean, granted, Richard Madden had to get married before he could fuck. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, but I mean, they were definitely smashing in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it, but we knew they're doing it. Yeah. Oh, it's, and it's a shame because. Vision can like phase through walls. You know that that sex must have been wild. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why she's so broken up. She lost her vibranium Sibian. It's so funny to me that like Wanda has to impart to us Vision's opinion about the multiverse. <laughs> I <laughs> like, had to rewatch that like three times. I'm like, what is she saying? Oh, Viz. Yeah, I feel like she might be a little more of the expert than he is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, in Jabba's palace, there's a droid whose primary function apparently is just to cut veggies. He, he's a, a chef droid or whatever. Well, who the fuck is eating those veggies? It wasn't Jabba. I just like That's how the whole point of their body shaming jokes. At one point, Boba Fett's just like, "I need to lay low," you know, like, you know, people think I'm dead. That's to my advantage. And then, like later in the episode, he's like picking up this mouse catcher droid and being like, "Do you know who I am? I'm Boba Fett." It's like, uh, so which is it? I mean, here's here's how you improve this episode the flashback you have fennec shan shoot bubba fett in the back while he's chasing the droid around the kitchen and then she goes and sits on bib fortuna's throne yeah yeah they i mean we really just had to belabor the point of like how he got his shit back and then we had to like go double dip on the sarlacc pit we had to visit it again and do a like a sonic charge or whatever just we had to do that one more time so we that love that noise stupid number one number one that thing pulls a whole ship into it right whereas if i remember correctly correct me if i'm wrong return of the jedi it can't even pull a lando yeah <laughs> that's very true and um, it's just it was just stupid because like number one we know his armor isn't there number two he should know because he got out of it with the armor on and so mm-hmm. like th- there's this scene is like lifeless we're just like get on with it like well there's we already know before you get there that there's no point of going here's how the show could have won me back though you do a whole montage of him getting revenge and his revenge is he just flies over the Sarlacc pit and just like shoots the fuck out of it and then drops a bomb into it and it explodes and he flies off. Mm-hmm. After he's murdered the uh, biker gang or whatever. 
Yeah. Also, like, yeah. how long do you think he was with the Tuscans? It had to be years, right? The timeline is the so timeline is it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, he he would have died if he was in the Sarlacc pit for more than like a couple days. Yeah, you know, like yeah. one sorry. way or another. Even if he has like water reserves or whatever, like he's not lasting more than a month. Period. You know, he's, like, you think he's just like eating his own shit in that suit? Yeah, or like even if he had all this sort of like rebreather, you know, chemical whatever, like you're you're dead after a month. Like like it's not believable that he was down there he's for just, years. He's just Mandalorian centipeding himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it seemingly was only with the Tuscans for like a few months, but then suddenly it's like five years later. I don't know. It made no sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this episode felt like it should have been the beginning of the show. And honestly. Or just not in the show because it's not that interesting. Well, no, but I mean. He could have just had his ship and we wouldn't have been like, how did he get his ship? Yeah. The next two episodes are so fucking bananas that like the way you could have at least linked it is to give us a brief run through the scenes of where he appears on the Mandalorian. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's it's a poorly constructed show from the start. Also, speaking of the ship, you know, mm. controversy because he calls it his fire spray gun, gunship or whatever instead of yeah, the slave yeah. one. This is my beef with the whole slave one slave one discourse is that people keep writing slave and then the the number one. You know, like it's, it's O N E. It's no, it's it's when whenever you see it in the old canon, it's a Roman numeral. It's not uh-huh. a it's not a number one. And people keep writing number one and it's driving me fucking insane. That drives gotcha. me way crazier than the fact that he doesn't call it the slave one anymore. Like if you want to call it the slave one, write the fucking Roman numeral. Mm-hmm. And ran. I feel like I've read the books where it was O N E. Like I mean, they out. might call it that too. It depends yeah. on the author, but because hmm. there's also a slave two. Who is a slave and two? From uh, both it's from like Dark Empire, I think is when he has it. Oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, like, how many Boba Fett's though were there in the EU? There were a lot of Boba Fett's. Was we still have we still have lots of Boba Fett's. You know, we just call yeah. them different names now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do I have anything else to say about episode four? No, you don't. That was it's a whole episode up. of the show where it's like we kind of knew everything that happened. We yeah. just got to see more of it. What? Oh, that's how you say Finnick Shan. Yeah, I needed to see that. Am I? Am I? Am I mistaken? He's not dreaming about this in the uh, in the back to tank, right? I can't remember if it, it might be in this episode where he gets out at some point and he's like, "I'm all done." You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, buckle up because that'll be the last you see of Boba Fett for like two episodes. Yeah, I, I love that it happens right when the show's like just really, really sagging. And it's like, are you ever going to move this storyline forward? And there's like, nope. Here's a completely different show. We're going to move it so fucking sideways. You're going to need vertigo medicine. I keep seeing these dumb Star Wars fans just be like, well, they just needed to name the show like the Mandalorian colon Tales of Tatooine. And then it would have made sense. It's like, no, it would still be a horrible show. Like changing the title of the show doesn't make the writing not suck. Like it's still terrible. Although also, also that person's an idiot because the only answer in that vein of logic is just Mandalorians exclamation point. (laughs) Dollar sign, yeah. No, even a, even a dollar sign is too cool for Boba yeah. Fett. He was a crime lord. He doesn't want to do crime. Yeah. Well, especially 
they really fucked themselves over in the last episode where Fennec Shan's like, you know, Spice is Jabba's like number one source of income. And Boba Fett's like, no, I don't think so. We don't need to do that anymore. It's like, well, he, at least Jabba's a businessman of sorts. Yeah. What do you, what do Boba you Fett, do? You're, you're not actually a crime lord. You're just like a weird self-appointed mayor or something. Yeah. You're, you know you're not actually the marshal of this town, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's already, we have another character who's the marshal. We have that covered. You're supposed to be a crime lord. And, and again, you you're like less of a crime lord than Veronica from Archie. Yeah. You could you could get away with all this if Fennec Shan says something to her. And then like Boba Fett's like, what do you want? I was homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> um, episode five. I, I was just just I mean, just astounded. getting cucked out of his own show by Mandalorian. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was kind of hilarious. Just like it's just like you can imagine them just being like, man, this show sucks. Let's go yeah. back to what we know. Yeah. People liked Mando, right? I'm assuming like, that that this was meant to be two shows side by side or something. I would love to know the true behind the scenes story of all this because it, it really seems like Boba Fett was some sort of stopgap, like like, oh, we won't have Pedro or we won't be done with the Mandalorian in, in time for next year. Because this show came out on like the 29th of December. Like they barely yeah. fit it in. It was yeah. like, we need something for 2021. Which is so smart. We'll, we'll make a dumb Boba Fett show. Robert as, Rodriguez can shoot quickly, shoot poorly, but shoot quickly. As far as like the fucking um, hype of Mandalorian season two, I yeah, one you need something at least one year later. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, what a what what a fucking weird thing. Um, but I was like, I was like, oh, that's right. I remember I used to harp on the fact that the Mandalorian's bad at his job. And then you gave me Boba Fett, who's fucking <laughs> The worse. Mandalorian suddenly looks amazing. You're like, holy shit, this is so much better. Like, I, yeah. I will say, like, the first 15 or so minutes of this episode, I was just like, wow, I'm actually enjoying myself. This is, like, a competently directed show. Pedro Pascal is, like, Ish. he he's good at providing a lot of emotion to a character that would seem very flat, you know? As if, uh, as if he's not a uh, robot algorithm of Pedro mm-hmm. Pascal. <laughs> yeah, he can he can you know inject some some soul and some emotion into lines that are fairly standard. You know, like he he doesn't say much, and when he does, it's not particularly uh, eloquent. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's he's really carrying a lot there. I'm just saying, whoever tunes in the Mandalorian season three, I feel the bulk of those people have probably not watched the Book of Boba Fett. And they're going to be fucking confused when Grogu is just chilling with them again. I would love to know what the drop off between like episode one to episode, say like four of Boba Fett is like how many, how much of the audience did you lose? Because oh. they're like, wow, this show sucks. Tens of millions. If yeah. not. Um, but yes. the, the, the first part of this episode, I was like, oh, it's, it's like a competently made show. This is enjoyable. And then it just, they just kept jerking themselves off after a while. And I was like, all right. <sighs> This aspect of Mandalorian society, like the religious elites, not only just seems fucking stupid, they are sending away their coolest dude. That is just bad business. Well, that that whole thing, like the whole, if like if this was like not you know figuratively, but literally season mm. three, episode one of the Mandalorian, that should have been the whole episode was just him on that yeah. ring world, yeah. like having a falling out. Like they that needed to breathe there. That all like happened way too fast, so they could go to Tatooine and like basically just like do fan service shit for another half hour like for no reason like you don't want 
20 minutes of him fixing a Nubian starfighter with a character I absolutely despise. No, I, I thought it, I, I'll say this though. Like there's gotta be some kind of competent pilot behind all this shit show because they put the number one, most annoying character in the show together with the number two, most annoying character <laughs> in the show by the end of the, the yeah. season. Um, I don't know what the show's obsession is with like casting like comics and like improv artists and not doing anything with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Matt Barry. Oh wow, he's voicing the droid. That's gonna he's gonna say something funny eventually, right? No, nope. no, he won't. Waste the Matt Barry. Um, I I love that these guys can all just like film their lines from a bathroom, <laughs> including Pedro Pascal. Like you gotta you gotta. That's find what fascinates him. me about the whole rumor about like his availability. I'm like, how available does he need to be? It's yeah. not him in the suit. Like we all know that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like. Any season of any show that Pedro Pascal's Mandalorian shows up in, you got to see that mustache at least once, right? I mean, in, in in his show, yeah. I think you need at least once per season. He's got to take the helmet off. Yeah. Also, now that he's broken his vows or whatever, can he show Grogu his face all the time? I mean, he might as well. He's, right? If he's going to get his, you know, like plenary indulgence or whatever, if he bathes himself in the sacred waters of Minotoka. Um, just go wild, you know, hit the brothel. Sweet, sweet Prince reference. Mm-hmm. Um, also, is he going to go like, uh, what's his name in Da Vinci Code and stuff like whip himself constantly <laughs> Speaking of his. Um, also, the fucking scene where he has to remove his weapons to get on the ship is so goofy. Oh, you're just like waiting for the payoff. Like, is the, is the lights, it's the dark saber not going to be there when he gets off? No, it's still there. Okay. I mean, like, that's I guess like that a, was like, wow, he, he's just like us. He deals with airport security. I don't know. It's like, what is the point of this scene, really? Well, I was like, is this like a Greg Daniels cringe comedy episode of the show? <laughs> like the, like the, he just has to deal with like fucking like mundane. Bullshit. See, that's what I wonder. Do the people on like the set on the volume all think that like that Greg Pasquisi guy is like hilarious. They're just like, oh, my God, this character is so fucking funny. Yeah. And like they don't realize that the people watching at home are just like, God, this is cringe. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when he gets to Tatooine, that shithole, isn't there an episode of Mandalorian where he's running to Jawas, right? Yeah. Like, why he's, is he acting like a, like a curious idiot about them now? I think it's just bad writing. I think the, the way they do exposition on the show is just really bad. I kept waiting for her when he keeps being like, well, how do they acquire them? I kept waiting for Amy Sedaris to be like, they're hot, you idiot. This shit's all stolen. How do you not know that? No, she what can't you, say they're hot because people would assume that she's talking about their like furry little bodies or whatever. Because we really need to know that she's fucked a Jawa. You know what though? Go into it more. Make it weirder. That's what I need from this fucking character. I need less of her. I not to repeat myself because I tweeted this, but I feel like I'm watching Sesame Street every time she shows up. I can't stand that character. Interesting. It just it feels so fucking goofy. It's like. It's like I'm watching like a skit where it's like, oh, Luke's talking to Miss Piggy or something. I'm a little more intrigued, though, if Amy Sedaris is potentially fucking Big Bird. Mm. Um, all right. So that's the the, the, I mean, the, the building of the N1 is just like it's so fan service. It's just yeah. like and then he's got to go to Beggar's Canyon and race through there. And then he's got to say wizard. Also, the the X-Wing traffic hops like. Just got to be some of the worst tertiary characters of any show ever. They just they somehow manage to suck even more every time they show up. Yeah, I I thought that that guy, the older guy, 
mm-hmm. was going to be like, hey, you, have you seen this uh, Rangers of the New Republic show that was <laughs> supposed to be here? And he's like, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> that show doesn't exist. Hey, uh, did you hear about Cara Dune? Yeah, it's a real fucking tragedy. Yeah, uh, you know, fell in some lava. Anyway, she won't be on the Rangers of the New Republic anymore. Uh, yeah, I went to her funeral. Oh, was it open <laughs> casket? No, it was open buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that, right? So I took a sip. Uh, uh, but also, yeah, episode six. It's a show about Boba Fett. So I'm sorry, is it offensive to give a whole episode to Luke Skywalker, the guy who sent him into the pit? Like, are they doing this about irony at all? The fact that it's never once acknowledged that, like, Mando just came from Luke to Boba. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. One last thing on five there, like the X-Wing traffic cops. Like, I just, I hate it so much because it, it really makes the New Republic just... It's like, what are we doing here? Like, why are these? No. It's, this is like there are kind of only representation of the New Republic in this like new timeline or whatever. And they're just like these lame traffic cops who don't seem to care about all the drug smuggling that's going on on the planet. No, you know, no, totally ineffectual. Like the totally. X-Wing fighters used to be cool. Yeah. You know, it's like the, those guys like killed the Death Star. And now it's like, ah, shit, it's the fucking CHP. You know, what's funny to me, though, is that we have inherited a situation that's somewhat similar to when the original Star Wars came out because obviously like the Empire is a reaction to like Nixon. I, mm-hmm. I think that's fair to say. And I mean to the point where like back during the Rogue One, the only thing interesting about Rogue One is do you remember how like the Trumpites were like, how dare you guys be against the Empire all of a sudden? Like like missing the irony of the It fact was that- also stupid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean like I, I don't know. There's like a weird metaphor here that's like, okay, we've we've elected somebody who's not Trump in an office, and they're so ineffectual, which I guess is true. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it was offensive to. Watch it's like, them why are you so why hard. are you making X wings and smuggling and Boba Fett so lame? Like, is this is this intentional, or is this like commentary or something? And people will be like, well, actually, Boba Fett was all always lame. It's like. Yes, that's true, but like the popular conception of the character is that he's he seemed like he could be a badass. You know? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If they said no, Bob Pett was always lame, I'd be like, finally, you admit it. <laughs> yeah. So why are you making the TV show then? I don't know. I'm sorry. Like a lot of the shit with the Boba Fett show, it just makes me think that like somebody forced them to shoehorn Boba Fett into season two of The Mandalorian. When that could have very well just been something with well, the Mandalorian, the Oliphant character, or the something. Mandalorian already was the Boba Fett show. Yeah, he's literally Boba Fett. He's just not literally Boba Fett. Yeah, like yeah. it's like he's got the he's cool outfit. He's slightly a bounty hunter. better at his job. We've seen. Yeah. yeah, and he's like because he's not actually Boba Fett. You have more freedom with the character to Most do baggage. stuff. Yeah, and it's like it was fine. It's like we don't need a Boba Fett show. We have the Mandalorian. It's basically Boba Fett anyway. We're good. Yeah, and they're like, no, we're going to bring actual Bofit in now for no reason other than fan service. In season two of all places. Also, why is Mando's new ship like a starfighter with like a little like cockpit for Baby Yoda? Like he's a bounty hunter. Yeah, where is he going to put his bounties? Right. Also, he does. Where is he going to pee? (laughs) He doesn't look like he totally fits in the cockpit. Yeah, he's a little bulky. Like it's just like he really wanted to be like, look, guys, it's episode one again. You liked episode one, right? Well, yeah, they're like. They're like, we have nothing else to to nostalgia wise. I mean, like he can't fly the the Millennium Falcon. <sighs> I don't Give know. him Dash Rendar a ship. Which one's Dash Rendar? 
uh, the ship was the Outrider. He was the character in Shadows of the Empire. Okay. Who was like they needed a Han Solo character because Han is in Carbonite during that storyline. So right, right. he's just like fake Han Solo. Is that the one with the the prince with the ponytail who wants to fuck Leia? Oh yeah, and, and it's like, like pheromones a- are like affecting her, and she wears like a a translucent like body stocking. She's basically walking around naked in front of the dude, like trying to seduce him and all that. Yeah, good stuff. And like that fucking book slash video game had like a soundtrack. It they had everything. Yeah. We talked about this on like the second episode of this show, by the way. Nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I had some of those action figures. I had like it was like Chewie had like a cool like flat top for his like he had he had like a bounty hunter disguise. Like him and Leia had like disguises as like underworld figures. And so Leia's hold on, like, I gotta, I gotta Google it. You gotta Google it. Yeah, um, that was actually the the slave one um, toy that I. I, I think I gave it away, but the one I had for a long time um, was from the the Shadows of the Empire like set. Oh shit! This looks way better than I thought it would. Yeah, Luke. There was like a Luke one action figure where he's like in like an Imperial like bodyguard thing or something. He's like one of those like red outfits or something. I don't know. It's all pretty cool. Chewie's got an eye patch. Chewie had an eye patch, a flat top. <laughs> this Chewie. I'm looking at this Chewie and I'm telling you, number, thing, number one thing about this Chewie, it sticks out to me. No moon is dropping on this Chewie. <laughs> Holy shit, he looks awesome. Okay, cool. Huh. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe that should be our, our next like podcast or like a book club where we just go and dive back in the shadows of the Empire. Seriously. I don't know if I ever want, I don't want to open the door to like do Dark Empire though. No, I, I'm just, I'm out on Star Wars comics. I, I feel like Comics were never really where Star Wars needed to go. But like some of the books treated that like it was canon for a while, right? They always kind of tried. And like some authors more than others would try to work it in. Like wasn't there like one of the books where like Lucas just like, I was in the dark side for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually like, like Timothy Zan for the most part ignored that kind of stuff. But mm. um. Yeah, my my first note for episode six of this show is just LOL, fuck you, Boba Fett. They stole your show again. Yeah. Uh, Should we talk about fake CGI, Luke? Yeah. I know you got some thoughts. What do you got? Let's talk about the visual first. I mean, I guess you could say it's a little bit better. I still, to me, it was just like Uncanny Valley the whole time. Mm. I'm like, I'm... It, it might look a little bit more like Mark Hamill than the old one, but it still doesn't look like an actual real person you can touch. There was a couple of times where, where you could pause it and the still image mm-hmm. looked okay. But yeah, it almost felt like the eyes were dead. No, because they were, he had fucking dead eyes, like through the whole thing. And like, um, also the way it was shot, like you could tell that they were like reluctant to really do close up. So all the scenes with Luke, were shot kind of weirdly, whereas like a lot of like long shots, mm-hmm. um, it just like it's it's just something that like you might just pick up on it unconsciously, even if you don't notice it consciously. But like it just it was shot very strangely mm-hmm. because I assume that they didn't trust uh, to do like a full close up. Yeah, and he's voice. he's like he's Luke from Jedi, like on Quaaludes. Like he's so like like they have like the weird fake AI voice. And he's so just blah. Like Luke is kind of blah in Return of the Jedi anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's like ten times worse here. But but there's something about 
an actor who's playing a mm-hmm. phase of that character's life instead of this lifeless robot like running yeah. around with baby yoda on his backpack being like look guys look it's b with a yoda on my back like empire strikes back you like it right because the robot was like i am not programmed to put inflection <laughs> into the hours yeah. of voice i'm assimilating this is a training robot yeah yeah, I mean, it would have been it would have been fine if like halfway through Ahsoka and her pointless appearance in the episode, if she just like cut fake Luke robot in the half. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a droid. Yeah, where's real Master Luke? Mm-hmm. Oh, By the speaking, way, speaking of I droids, probably the- fucked your dad. Anywho, yeah. in Shadows of the Empire, there is they called like human replicant droids or something like that that were fully functional. Yeah, that Ooh. that that book really went there. It was horny. Life model decoys, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a portion of the training sequence between Luke and, Luke and Grogu that straight up feels like something out of Jim Cotta. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I can't think of the exact scene, but I, there's a thing where like I Luke think it's, is doing he kind of looks like Jim Cotta too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like it's like Luke is doing something while Grogu just watches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, if it was more like Jim Cotta, it probably would have been better. Yeah, you know, <laughs> bring on the village of the crazies. <laughs> Luke turns around. There's just like no back to his black outfit. It's just ass. We need to do a headcanon with a guest where we do Jim that Cotta. movie that they've never seen it before. <laughs> and we treat it like it's a Criterion classic. I mean, it is, yes. Yeah. Um, my only other note for this episode is Ahsoka is helpful to no one. Oh, I have a lot of notes for this episode. I, I, uh, this is this is where we lose half our listeners here. Excellent. I just, I, who, I can't who, hold it in. Who is listening to this No show? one is listening. I can't hold it anymore. I, Ahsoka sucks. I'm sorry. She is the poochie of Star Wars. I don't understand why people are like, oh my God, it's such a good character. I, I don't get it. Every, I have not watched all Clone Wars because it's a cartoon for babies, but everything I've seen her in and Rebels, a few Clone Wars shows I've watched, uh, her appearance in the Mando and in this, like she is so dull. She's just like the most generic, bland like Jedi ever. Like, I don't get why everybody's so obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. And she, it's just like major scrappy do vibes. It's just like, look everyone, it's Anakin's apprentice. who You never heard about in the movies, yeah. but she's so involved in his character arc somehow. And she's so involved with all the Skywalkers. Oh, and she's meeting Luke now and giving Luke advice on how to be a Jedi. But at the same time, she's like not a Jedi herself because she's like, I don't know, a libertarian or something. I just, what point does Favreau realize that, that he was sold a real bad bill of goods with, with Filoni? Yeah, Ahsoka died on the way back to her home planet. We could be so lucky. Like, does he get like an extra check every time he squeezes one of these fucking characters in live action? You gotta wonder, yeah. Does he have, he's like, gets like an extra 500 bucks or something like that? Yeah. Because the, the Cad Bane of it all doesn't really make a lot of sense. Oh, and like she in in the Ahsoka episode from the Mando show, she's like, well, he needs to choose for himself whether or not he wants to be a Jedi, you know. And so, like, he takes Baby Yoda to the thing, you know, glowing shit, and it's like apparently he decided he wants to be a Jedi. Yeah. So he goes to Luke's academy, and then she's like still kind of nagging about Baby Yoda the whole time, yeah. And how like maybe he should it's like it seems like you've got an opinion on this, Ahsoka. Yeah. Well. Why the fuck are you here if you're not involved? Yeah. Also, she's a libertarian, that's why. I I swear to God, I was watching this episode every moment. I was like, CGI Ben Solo cameo? Are they gonna do it? Is there gonna be like a little kid of giant ears? I 
I don't think. Well, I don't think you know it'll be comical because that kid will have like Ferengi ears. Yeah, I don't think they have the budget, which is why Luke was only in the one episode. But yeah, I just I'd rather they not because I'm sure it would be awful. Oh my god, that's the thing too. You know, Luke, like CGI Luke was fucking expensive too. Yeah, because he wasn't in the next episode. How is the show this bad? Throwing this kind of money at a bad idea. Speaking of, it did seem like, like I don't know, the budget for episode five had to have been at least a little bit bigger. We got like the Ring World Planet, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, long extended shots. Even which though was the, interesting, yeah, which was it was like, oh wow, you've you've hired a real director here. Yeah. Um, the one thing that stood out though was like the butcher shot thing, mm-hmm. just straight up looked like an actual butcher shot that they were filming in. Yeah, like with the plastic sheets and everything, it's like I don't know, you couldn't have done something else. Sometimes the show just feels a little too well, human. The the thing about that the the Mando's whole attitude in that episode when he's in the butcher shop mm-hmm. is he does these reactions with things, and I think to myself like, have you just never met human beings before or, or like people before? Because you're so fucking naive in what you think is going to happen. Yeah, and speaking of the Mando and that, he like he cuts a dude's head off. And then, yeah. like a couple episodes later, we've got Pelimoto showing up in the middle of a gigantic gunfight and being like, "Hey, what's going on? Turn yeah. around! What? Turn yeah. around! Oh, I gotta turn around!" It's like this is too tonally dissonant. Like, yeah. you can't do be like cutting heads off and like the stupid slapstick shit and like the same show. I know it's a bad movie, but I love it anyway. Like, I needed the tone of this all this shit to be payback. I like that movie. I love that movie, and like. Yeah. And that movie's a mess because of the whole, you know, the behind the scenes shit. But like the theatrical version, the Mel Gibson version, that is movie better. committed better. to an aesthetic of just being kind of mean. And yeah, it was just like, this isn't necessarily an appealing character, but like right. we're sticking with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, this, this guy, like he, he doesn't want to like sit on a throne. Mm-hmm. He just wants his 70 grand back. Did you ever watch the original version? Oh, like the director's cut or? or yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's yeah. a different third act. It's, it's worse. Yeah, it's worse. Imagine, so. um, but like that's what Boba Fett should have been. He's a bounty hunter. He's, he wants to be a crime lord. He should be like just going around like murking a bunch of other crime bosses. Yeah. Well, and there's all these fucking patches, like these these shitty little band-aids on the show where Cad Bane's like, "Oh, you tried to go straight." And it's like, is that what he's doing? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is that what he's doing now? I I, I thought you were going to be a crime lord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say about this sixth episode here? So we got lifeless CGI Luke. Um, the weird choice that he makes Grogu do with like the male shirt and the lightsaber and everyone at the end of the online, like in podcasts is like, well, clearly this is just a test for Grogu and he's not actually going to like take this choice at face value. Nope. 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 <laughs> Grogu chose a male shirt and he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm not even driving you myself. I'm putting you R2. in an Uber. Yeah. Yeah. R2 is going to drive you. This would be like, like if there was like a, a mafia turf war going on in like New Jersey and you're like, I'm going to put a toddler in an Uber and send them to New Jersey. Like that's basically what Luke did. Is that how the mafia works? I don't know. But like he's, he sent Grogu in an X-Wing unaccompanied yeah. except for a droid to like a place where there's like a hot turf war between gangs yeah. happening. Yeah. And R2 just hands Grogu off to some random ass mechanic who says she knows Mando. And R2's like, good enough for me. I'm fucking out of here. Get this kid out. No, it's even worse than that, though. 
it's not like Luke doesn't have like intimate knowledge of what a shithole Tatooine is. I, I don't think he's convinced. I'm not convinced that he actually knows Mando's on Tatooine. He's just like, no, I'm going to send you the same fucking toilet I grew up in. Fuck you, you little bitch. <laughs> no, I'm not going there with you because I hate that planet and I'm never going back. Yeah. Look, space is space. But if I could kick you like a football to Tatooine, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Speaking of the Jedi. Yeah. Also, so, like, did, he, did, he, did he learn from like the whole attachment thing? No. By the way, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder that uh, Padme and uh, Anakin created love. <laughs> Speaking of the Luke and the Jedi in general, I'm still kind of unsure where sort of Lucasfilm comes down on the Jedi philosophy. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a, a common reading of the prequels now, one that, uh, you know, like Luke takes, for example, in The Last Jedi, which is that the old Jedi order had become like ossified and while not corrupt, kind of like uh, ineffective and um, too rigid. And like, it was just a matter of time for you got somebody like Anakin coming along, you know? Like, right, right, right. But I'm not sure that like Filoni and Lucasfilm subscribe to that. It kind of seems like maybe they're more on the part of like, no, Anakin shouldn't have had attachments. And that's why he fell. He he wasn't, you know, he was, he was too... Uh, too human or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just not really sure where Lucasfilm comes down on like, like, do they actually support the old Jedi order or are they like, no, Luke Skywalker needed to do something new to the, uh, the listener. Who's not privy to our zoom call. I'm just shrugging, sighing mm-hmm. and making jerk off gestures the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know this whole Dalai Lama choice, by the way, was done so much better in an episode of lost. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Because like, I know there's a whole like balance of the force thing where like Lucas, I believe, has like gone on record and saying that like balance means all Jedi, no Sith. Hmm. Which doesn't, I, I think to most to audiences are kind of like, that doesn't yeah. really make any sense. Uh, it seems like balance would be to find a way for these two philosophies to to coexist peacefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, the, the thing that I'm curious to see at some point in myself, but I'm never going to watch it though, I believe that you said in one of the cartoons they introduced this whole element that's like I think you called it the gray? No, the bendu. Fuck that stupid thing. It's which, this which, weird... which, but you can but you can understand though that at a certain level I'm curious about because I think you described it as it's somewhere in between the two. Right? He, he describes himself as I'm the one in the middle. Okay. Yeah. The bendu's a character. It's really stupid. Okay. But I mean like to me that that intellectually without having seen how they execute it that sounds more like balance one could infer from watching the sequel trilogy or at least the first two episodes of it that uh you had powerful light and powerful dark both drawn to each other mm. perhaps they, they would somehow find a balance and save the galaxy yeah. by fucking yes. but yeah, I I just I'm I kind of feel like that's not really Lucas's philosophy, nor is it Filoni's philosophy, and so there's this weird disconnect where it's like they're kind of trying to have it both ways with the Jedi philosophy. It's like like we might view Luke like doing the whole no attachment thing is like, well, he's making a mistake, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure Disney thinks that or Lucasfilm thinks that. 
how does Luke even know? Because yeah, did well, ghost Ahsoka told him that's fucking how. Oof! I like the idea that they've set up Ahsoka to be like the blame for anything mm-hmm. that you don't like in this, this era because he doesn't have the sacred Jedi text yet. But I don't feel like Ghost Obi Wan or Ghost Yoda are like by the by the way, no attachments you must have. <sighs> And you have fucking oh, come robots. on, Master Yoda, not even jerking off. You have robots building your temple for you. Um, also, 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 mm-hmm. shouldn't all trailers now feature Ben Affleck getting a hangy? <laughs> the only thing that I was trailer, watching it on my phone, just like, whoa. The only thing that trailer was missing was just like him being like, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I was actually, I actually was watching Nice Out last night and just being yeah. like, fuck, I miss real cinema. I miss good filmmaking. I miss the way, just the way that movie looks like so much shit that's on streaming now just looks so flat and dull to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to watch watching that movie. I'm going to pour another drink because, uh, uh, you just got yeah. me thinking after one drink, if I had a billion dollars, if I had a B, mm-hmm. if I had trace comas, I would, um, 100% put 75% of that income into getting Ryan Johnson to do a podcast. Where he goes into every bit of like Star Wars media since Last Jedi, I'm dying to know his take. Oh, just, all just of this. he unloads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Opens a kimono. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, if I had a billion dollars, I would just want to somehow like would would Disney accept the money and just be like, look, here's a billion dollars. Would you please just let Ryan Johnson make a Star Wars trilogy with Anna de Armas? Mm. Just and let him do what he wants. Here's a billion dollars. Let me ask you, what's what's the amount of money that I would need to do the old school Disney thing back when they had VHS with the vault? Remember the vault? You would have to open the mm-hmm. vault to release certain movies. <laughs> How hard would it be to get every copy of Rise of Skywalker? Like to just kill it. How do I order 66 well, it's, that it's, movie? It's, there's the internet now. It's like it's out there. But I mean, it's like still, a virus. Can I order 66 that movie? Because for a long time, we didn't have the holiday special. We're just stuck with it. It's just it's it's like when Timothy Zahn had to come back and fix all the the shit that had gone on in those old Bantam books, you know. And in between, no, Mara Jade wasn't actually fucking Lando in that book. She was just wearing one of his shirts because her shirt got something spilled on it. I like how Lando and Luke Cage from the comic books basically have the same wardrobe. Um. They should have, they should have, speaking of money, money's the solver of everything. They should have parked $5 million in front of Timothy's on and had him write the novelization for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. have fun with that. Uh, that movie's still worse than everything it's, I saw it's in Boba still, Fett. It's still a pain in my heart. Yeah. You know? But I mean, that was my heart. Boba Fett means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, are we ready for episode seven? Uh, Cad Bane, James Marston. What was the is point? It, is that is that James Marston? Wasn't it? I thought it was. I is thought it was just a, some mook. I thought it was some some nobody as the deputy. You're talking about the deputy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's some nobody. Is that? Oh, I thought it was James Marston. No, wow. James Marston. It's, I, is it better or worse that it wasn't James Marston? It's better that it wasn't. Okay. Also, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, what's her name? Killed James Marston at the end of Westworld. He's dead. That's man, I cannot remember much about that third season. I feel like I kind of liked it, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it felt like I think I liked the trailer by. for the third season. It was, had the Pink Floyd song. It was like a satisfying trailer. The best thing about that that third season is the fucking uh, 
like anarchy cha ching yes. bling bling app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the GTA real life. Yeah. <laughs> um until until they worked it into Vincent Cassell's like master plan, then I hated it. Um all right, so episode seven. I watched I watched basically all of these episodes last night in a crazy frenzy after the Super Bowl. Wow. It's rough. The biggest laugh I had was when the title card comes up and episode seven is called In the Name of Honor. I fucking guffawed. I cackled. It's just, it's just so jerk stupid. off motion. Like, what are yeah. okay. And yeah, the name of honor. I was going to make a joke earlier about ADR lines because the whole fucking thing is ADR. But like the fact that Mando has to be like, yeah, I know that Grogu didn't actually fly the X-Wing. <laughs> I would have loved if he had. Just the fact that Luke sent him alone is just, it's so mind-blowing. Yeah. It makes him look like such an asshole. Which, yeah. like, I, I don't know, I guess they're going to steer that way now. Be like, oh, Luke just was a complete piece of shit for, like, 15 years there. That's why Ben Solo hated him so much. Yeah, yeah. It's really not that shocking how he ends up the guy on mm-hmm. the planet, like sucking on those, those big, big blue milk titties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember back when the rumor was that they spent a fucking fortune to get Harrison Ford in this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Her- and Kira, you know, Kira is going to show up and Crimson yeah. Dawn and blah, blah, blah. Um, no, I don't think I, I, what the fuck was their plan for this show? It's, it's baffling. There's like a two episode detour into like Mando and Ahsoka and Luke. And then I'm just saying it's time for the big battle that nobody really cares about. It's not quite the same thing, but I feel like Vanity Fair should send a reporter to John Favreau's house. Whenever they ask him about Boba Fett, he should be like, <laughs> like I, I have to go, go to the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, like at the end of episode four, like man, uh, the Boba Fett, who is a bounty hunter or was, has yeah. to be told by Phoenix Shan, you know, if you have a lot of money, you can hire muscle. Yeah. He's like, I did not know that. Seriously, Thank you for telling he, me. He's a fucking idiot. Like when Obi- he's, he's like, such a fucking chump in this show. He's like, like mind blowingly bad. He's like, we should go to the palace. And they're like, no, that's actually is one good your, idea. Yeah. 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 You're like, we should, you need to make your last stand here. And he's like, oh, okay, fine. And then, like, I need later, to save this city by staging a battle in the he, middle of it. He laughably is like, these are my people. Fuck these people. That part where Cad Bane is just like, what's your angle, Bofet? I don't understand why you give a shit. About-. And he's like, these are my people. And it's like, are they? Yeah. Are you sure you've been here like a week? Like, yeah. what, what is it about Mos Espa that you're so obsessed with? Well, and how do you not bring back Steven Root to like do something? I'm fine that they didn't. I, I hate every single guest appearance on this show. But I mean, like, you, at least you had a face to latch on to the people who are turning on you because you hired the, like, sexy... Well, Mando, in, in episode four, he rounds up, like, the three families or whatever. And it's just like, here's my plan. I need you all to throw in with me. And they're like, no. And he's like, will you at least not turn against me? And they're like, maybe. It's like, good talk, everyone. Well, and, and I'm the nicest crime lord ever. And then you have the smartest character in the show, and that's a stretch. Fennec Shan being like, well, at least you have the truce with the five families, so they won't turn on you. And then later, it shows that it turns out that they all turned on him. And it's like, shouldn't she have? <laughs> they all, they all turn on him, and like, Boba Fett's just like, well, that makes sense. 
Yeah. It's like, okay. wouldn't you? <laughs> you know? Well, and then again, they had seven episodes of this shit show to save it. At the very end, the fucking laughable last line of like, who's going to protect these people or who else is going to do it? And I want Boba Fett to be like, not me. And then jetpack away. <laughs> the fact that at the end of everything, he's just like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. It's yeah. like, you just had a full fucking fight and like people died over this, you asshole. And now you're like, I don't actually want it. Yeah. I don't know. I was just in a mood. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like, like he should have just jetpacked from tattooing at the end of this episode. And then maybe like <laughs> just, a space just fly back the to the Sarlacc up. pit, you know? Yeah. Just, <laughs> That's the only place there. I was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 19 minutes into this here. episode where they mention Cad Bane's name and not in a way that you can directly identify that it's this fucking character so there there is like that early scene where Phoenix Shand is like I don't know explaining the battle that's about to happen for us because yeah. they've done such a poor job of setting things up right right if you told me that like oh you know what they totally fucked up when they were formatting the script and final draft, they accidentally made the scene descriptions Phoenix Shan's dialogue. That's why it's so bad. I'd be like, that that checks out. I that that actually, yeah, that man, what a bummer mistake. Cause she was just straight reading screen descriptions there for like two minutes straight. I mean, Phoenix Shan might have been like, Hey, has anyone in this room seen assault on precinct 13? Because that's what we're about to face. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Trandoshan district. Black or Santa is guarding. Then here's the I don't know weak age district or whatever. Yeah, Black or Santa is is a waste of a character. You've got you've got some elements there that you could cook with, and it's so wasted because he's just like a meme. Like it's not even a character. You know. Also, like, do you like they invested get, in a personality for him? Do you want to get in the back to tank after Black or Santa? I don't think so. No. Oh, yeah, the hair lint trap on that thing. Yeah. Oh, oh by the way, we haven't even mentioned the smell uh, of him wet. <laughs> Jennifer Beals is Garsif Whip. People had so many theories about like, oh, she's she's going to be secretly be the crime boss. She's just you know like yeah, it's like she's you know wielding the knife from afar. No, she just randomly died, and they never even comment on it in the next episode. Well, Complete like, waste of screen time for that character. They're like Jennifer. Here's the deal: you're going to be in ten minutes total of this whole mm-hmm. show play your character like you're much more interesting than we're ever going to treat you. <laughs> Boba doesn't want the spice trade. Like, are you sure you're a crime lord? No. The, the, Why the are you thing, doing this? I that's that's back, what all the money's from. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I talked about the title of the episode. The biggest laugh I had was Boba Fett says he, he did something or other. And Fennec Shan says, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the Mandalorian says, it was the smart move. And I yeah. fucking laughed my head off. The, Imagine if at that point, Mando just pulled out a move. gun and shot Boba in the head. Yeah. Like, uh, did you ever see that movie? The American, I think is what it was called. Like the Clooney movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did. Yeah. Where he like shoots his girlfriend in the head. Cause he, th- yeah. he thinks that she might've sold him out. Like he should have pulled that move. That's an oddly was, interesting movie to me. Yeah. Clooney's dark That's, period. That's what I assume that it's like going on a vacation of George Clooney solo. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when the uh, my notes are all over the place, when their cart gets like thrown at one point during that lame chase scene or whatever, I laugh so fucking hard. 
when Mando Mando saved Grogu, but let Amy Sedaris like smack her face into the ground. <laughs> I was hoping she would be dead there. Yeah. How is she not fucking raise dead? some stakes, man? Got to kill someone she, off. She went face fucking first into that street. There was that whole dumb kind of like force plot line where it's like the Freetown people don't like these city folk modders and they have to learn to work together by like trading guns. And there is like, oh, we're going to give me your gun. I got to like go up here to this spot with a better gun. And they just like go up there and shoot some more. It's like, what is the point of any of this? It went on forever. And they are like this. one stucco wall that like 12 people are hiding behind for the whole episode. It's yeah. just getting like hit with blaster fire. It made me want to watch way of the gun so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. The action was just, it was, it was like embarrassingly bad the way it was and shot. Too long. That, that, that clip of the dude spinning is like four cuts in it somehow. Like, I don't know what was going on with the way they shot this. Like someone, I don't know if you've seen it, like the one where I think it's the shot or the, or the multiple shots where both at like takes down Cad Bane. Mm. It's like, it's like, you know, 10 seconds, but there's like 15 cuts in it. It's like so chopped up. It's like the, do you remember the clip that was going around Twitter for a while, which was the, like taken. the one? No, the one clip from um, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Right, oh, right. How, how yeah. bad the editing is? Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. It's like editing is my passion. Yeah. Where, where is where is the fucking like 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 the meme or the the gif where they also attach like a uh, little baby Anakin being like spinning? That's a great trick. Why is that not? Uh, yeah, no. People have made it. Trust me, it's all out there. That's how they Good. defend it. And as long as you can meme it, then it's like, haha, it's it's funny. It's <sighs> it's paying homage to the prequels by sucking. I will say this show did give me a serious kink, and that kink is Sophie Thatcher's fake British accent. That and the just the finding one, out that uh, she's not British, I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> why one, does she have a British accent? The one shot of her from the episode from that stupid chase scene with the the viceroy or whatever, mm-hmm. where she's like looking down at him and us on her bike. You're just like step on me, Sophie Thatcher. Yeah, yeah, it fucking like throw me against the wall, Sophie Thatcher, and spit in my throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, then it's thrown away. But this fucking what is this? This is my city. These are my people. Bullshit. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. My last. Um, I was also like this fucking terrible. Very clumsy handling of the whole Tuscan Raiders. Like who killed them? Like why is Cad Bane telling him? Well, why is Cad Bane having this random conversation with the Pikes, just being like, as you know, the uh, the gang that uh, killed the Tuscan Raiders who Boba befriended were, were, those weren't that you know they didn't actually do it it was us the Pikes <laughs> like why are they even talking about this and then Cad Bane has to come out and be like well Boba I'll bet you didn't know that the people who killed the uh, Tuscan Raiders were not that biker gang it's actually the enemy you already hate anyway so yeah. it's not like you have additional motivation you're already going to fight this war so I'm not sure why this reveal means anything to you. You know, like what? Just, what are we supposed to get out of this? Like, there are the pikes are have already been set up as the bad guys of the episode. We're like, oh, and they did that too. Ish. I'm more mad I mean, at them. Why? Why not bring like Cad Bane into the show earlier so you actually have an antagonist? Yeah, I mean, remember how there were like huts in it for a couple episodes, and then they're like, oh, sorry, we didn't mean to assassinate you. Bye now. Here's a rancor like, that'll set, show up four episodes later. They're like, situation's too hot. Mm-hmm. We're getting out of here. We're gonna do weird twin sex. Why? Stuff. Why in the first couple episodes were there so many mentions of like Tatooine used to be a water planet? Like that was 
gonna go somewhere and i then, thought like, we were gonna get like a fucking total recall ending yeah and then like all those like they like these like flashback scenes where like he keeps like it keeps going back to young boba on camino like watching the slave one like take off mm. like there were like several shots of that in the first two episodes and it's like oh is this is this some sort of important memory that's mm. going to come up later like did was something happen you know on that you know mission that Django went on no it, it didn't mean anything it was just like here's some random shots of Camino that have no bearing thematically or plot wise or anything listen if I could go to Kathleen Kennedy's office right now and just like supplicate myself like Anakin and Revenge of the Sith because I do love Star Wars I do I do mm-hmm. I'm a sweet little bitch for it I'd be like I pledge my soul to you just stay the fuck away from Tatooine <laughs> Just get this franchise the fuck away from Tatooine. It's it's clear that they've like invested enough in the sets for it that they're just gonna keep going there forever. It's like it's fucking cheap. guns. It's like gun smoke, you know? It's yeah. like here's the ranch we can just film everything at, so we're gonna constantly come back here. Well, I, I feel like thematically they're like George was a genius. You can like graft any other genre onto the Western. Here's a Western that has King Kong in it. Why do we need Where, the King Kong thing? Like, why don't we have by the Danny time Trejo the King Kong thing cameo? Yeah, by the time the King Kong thing happens, I'm like, oh my god, can this episode just fucking end? Like, we don't need this. Like, you beat the bad guy in the show already. Well, I'm sorry, but like, they should have switched episodes three and four. Like, you should have ended the the because it's basically it's like a mid season break. I mean, it's just, the, the idea of making small tweaks to the show just seemed completely pointless yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. they just shouldn't have made the show. You know, that's yeah, how you fix yeah. it. Well, but, yeah. It's, yeah, but I mean, like, you should have before you go into like a solely Mandalorian episode and then a Mando slash Luke Skywalker episode. That's the the episode right before that is where you should have had the whole the Pikes are the bad guys, by the way. And then not why did it have like to be a mystery? Why were they like? Can like teasing us it's like oh is the mayor the bad guy maybe the huts yeah. are the bad guy no it's actually the pikes like who, who why why well, what was the show, point of all that this whole show is like whoa, 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 whoa. sergio leone's piece of shit it, it really seems like they like wrote the script for episode one the night before they had to shoot and then they yeah. shot it and they're like oh fuck what are you gonna do for episode two and so they like, wrote another script and it's just like it was like that's how they produced it until they got four scripts in or like fuck this sucks like this whole show sucks let's yeah. just do mando for two episodes and then we'll do a big street fight and that'll be the end of the show don't worry don't worry we can film a bunch of shit we'll get pedro like in three months mm-hmm. to do some voiceover from his closet I gotta get a soak in there because i get like a nickel every time she shows up in something yeah 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 feloni you can go do your weird jerk off shit I, I can't like, wait i can't wait for luke to marry ahsoka in canon and then start wearing a cowboy hat yeah well i was i you went right into my joke where it's like Floney needs these royalties because it keeps them in hats. Mm-hmm. If that guy doesn't do a picture of a solid gold hat at some point, what's the point of all this? I just, uh, I just let, say, let him go make his Ahsoka show and I like want, not be involved in anything. I want else. a scene on like Favreau's deathbed where he's like, like in old age makeup and he's just like the greatest mistake in my life was shaking hands of Floney uh, <laughs> at a party. <laughs> I just I just want real writers and filmmakers to come back to Star Wars. I miss it, you know? Yeah. Well, like, do you remember watching the first episode of The Mando and being like, okay, it's not great, but like, it's the first episode. <laughs> I just remember thinking this, this is like just a dumb cartoon and nothing has really changed my mind about 
any of the Disney Plus Star Wars shows since then. They're just like dumb cartoons for kids, but they're live yeah. action. Yeah. They just they just to me like completely lack the sophistication you get from the movies. Or at least some of the movies. I would say right now. Good and evil being what they are in the Ahsoka show, I hope Thrawn kills her. I mean, the Thrawn that was in Rebels sucked. He was like really watered down and boring. So I don't care. I hope he kills yeah. her. What's the point of bringing in these EU characters like that? You can't like I, I keep hearing these. Like, like fucking rumors. Vader couldn't kill Ahsoka. Like they introduced time travel to Star Wars just so she didn't have to die. I mean, ugh. I keep hearing all these fucking rumors. You can't bring Mara Jade into this world anymore. And you, you can't. You no, you could, but you would have to be a good writer, and you would have to make some changes. Like, I this is a pet peeve of mine because people are like, "Well, Mara Jade was Luke's wife, and he doesn't get married, so there's no point in bringing her in." It's like, no, Mara Jade was actually a whole character before she became Luke's girlfriend. Like, she she actually had a, a personality, and like she was like a smuggler, and like the, you know, there's all this cool stuff you could do with a Mara Jade character that has nothing to do with Luke. But people don't care about that. They're just like, oh, he's Luke's hot redheaded wife. I, to me, so I, the, my, my tweak on that is that my own experience with Mara Jade, and I know you read more of the books than I did, was the fucking dynamic they had in that first Thrawn trilogy. The fucking heat they it's, had. It's enemies to lovers. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's, it's a good fucking trope if you like, you know, hot shit. How do you how do you work that in? You now? just he's, you could you could transplant Mara Jade to a different timeline. Essentially, I'm not sure what that timeline would be. Timeline? Yeah, because I I don't think she really works with Luke anymore. No, 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 she doesn't though. Yeah, but you could. I mean, you could do two things. You could either just have her be like the Emperor's hand, uh, you know, turned smuggler character without the Luke connection, mm-hmm. or just bring her into some other timeline. And have her do stuff there. I just, it. yeah. I feel like the next, like a real TV show. Again, this is why I'm excited about the acolyte because mm-hmm. not that I want to go earlier and so. I mean, that Wars. could just be a a Mara Jade type character, you know, trained assassin. Yeah, yeah. Type thing, but like, not that I want to go earlier in Star Wars. Hence my like like flaccidity at uh, mm-hmm. High Republic. But like, yeah. at least it's fucking away from this like in between you know, the prequels and the sequels, like, like just go post sequel, baby. Like, God damn. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's the same thing where like the next Star Trek show needs to be like 50 years after Picard. And I don't know what's going to happen. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish they'd move forward in the timeline. Cause I, I would not want to see them try to do a Mara Jade thing. Who's like a, I don't know this like on again off again with Luke or I don't even know what they try to do with the Luke aspect to that because like you you would just know it's not going anywhere yeah you know so like what's the point (sighs) like in episode episode nine he's like also by the way Ray I'm also the most divorced man that's ever been divorced (laughs) (laughs) did I not mention that in last Jedi yeah I'm so divorced yeah, I don't know. It's the way the Mara Jade character morphed in the old books always annoyed me because, like, they have after a while they cast this like actress slash model or whatever to like be her for like a collectible card game or something. Mm. But like Mara Jade is described as being like kind of like like say like she has like a dancer's body. She's kind of small, you know. And they cast mm. this like 
kind of like Angie Everhart looking Bosomy. like redhead bombshell. It's like, this is totally not her look at all. I don't know why you're like, like, you know, presenting that as a new Mara Jade, but it was like really weird. This is not right, but let me throw this at you. Rose Leslie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that would probably fit pretty well. The same way that I, I've, I've not seen it and I want to, cause it looks like a fucking train wreck, but like deaf in the Nile. Rose Leslie should be have her place to switch with the uh, sex education. She's actress. in some sort of show where she's like doing a full Scottish accent on like a submarine or something. What? I've been meaning to check it out. Yeah. It's Holy some sort shit. of limited series. It just moved when you said that. Yeah. She's it, no, she's like a cop on a submarine solving Fuck a yeah. mystery. I think Fuck Lizzie Rose, yeah. Leslie submarine. I just picture that pitch meeting. You're like, listen, Rose Leslie, She's a Scottish cop on a submarine, and they're like, "You got ten episodes on stars." Yeah, it's uh, it's called Vigil. All right, it's a submarine drama. Yes, mm-hmm. it's on I, Peacock. I, I don't know what the hell this is, but I'm into it so hard. This HMS is a Vigil. This is a Vigil podcast now. Yeah, tune in for our Vigil cast. But yeah, the idea of a, a trained assassin of either the emperor or some other. Um, you know, imperial type state is interesting. Yeah, but I mean, like, again, you had that fucking heat between her and Luke. That's what's hard to walk away from. I know that, mm-hmm. like, they had yeah. to bounce this weird thing of her, like, afterwards, where she's like Luke's girlfriend. That's how she's defined, sadly. But, like, doesn't like Luke fuck a force ghost at one point on a ship? <sighs> we talked about this. No, it's the Eye of Palpatine as a ship. He. Falls in love with the ghost of a Jedi who like transferred their consciousness to the ship's computer. Okay. And then um, he, he came to the ship with a couple Jedi students. One of them is this like hot bodied, like blonde chick. And then like, she somehow becomes brain dead, but her body is still there. So like the ghost transfers into the body of a student and it was like, fuck yeah. Best of both worlds. I say I know that Greedo Shot First is a podcast that's always like horny for content for our mm-hmm. episodes that come sometimes one month apart and sometimes six months apart. Or a year, yeah. Yeah. I I I absolutely want to do an episode in the future down the road about Shadows of the Empire. The other one I want to do an episode about is God, what is it called? Children of the Jedi. No, 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 no. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the way you described it to me. Okay. You can tell me that title. You described it as a um a Jedi war book, uh, which at one point a Jedi healer has their arm yeah. inside of star by star, yeah. star by star. Thank you. I, I kept wanting to say across the stars, but I know that's not right, obviously, because that's the music. Um, which, yeah. which, which, New solo Jedi kid, Order. which solo kid are they like, 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 like elbowing? Like, I'm, I'm not elbowing? sure if it's, it, yeah, I guess maybe it is Anakin that they're doing that to you. That's it's Anakin solo is the one who uh, is like mortally injured. That's right. But like spoiler, the Jedi he dies just like, in that book. The Jedi yeah. healer's like inside of him, like trying to heal him. Yeah. She's like, it's like, it's, she's small. She's like some alien that's kind of small. But yeah, she's got it all the way up to her elbows and his guts there. But here's the sicko that I am. You could have just put that as like the pull quote from James Taylor on the cover. And I would have been like, <laughs> all right, I'll buy this book. <laughs> I don't even need to know what like fucking like Yuzon Vong or whatever they're fighting. I don't care. No, you know, you don't get that. Instead, you get Amy Sedaris like doing a comedy routine trying to shoot a womp rat. Furry puppies. They're furry. Do we have anything else to say about the Book of Boba Fett? A complete failure of a TV show. 
No, it's it it's, was it's really like it's so much bigger of a mess than I think people are really giving it credit for. Like they're really like excusing a lot because of Star Wars. It makes it makes Falcon Winter Soldier look great. Mm-hmm. And that was a show that was like clearly like bursting at the seams of its errors. And you know, given our podcast history, Perfectionist was another show that really showed its like battle scars. Uh, but goddamn, Book of Boba Fett really takes the cake as like the most walking wounded TV show I've ever seen. Just an absolute mistake. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I, the only reason it exists is because they had a hole in their schedule. I'm convinced. I mean, if it, if you had had like three Star Wars TV shows on at once and in their mid seasons, they were doing like a crossover miniseries called the book of Boba Fett. I don't think it would have been as bad as the show actually was. And like the way they do like a fucking second season setup. What the hell? Did they? Kind oh, with of. the Cobb Vanth? Yeah. Well, it just can't wait. Can't, can't wait to go back to tattooing again to see another uh, like Western. <sighs> well, just so all of them, they're all like in the street, just like, yeah, well, we're the, we're this crew, whatever. Did it never occur to Boba and Mando to like go get their ships? And just yeah. like do a strafing run on the seriously, bad guys. Seriously. Like you you flew back to the palace. You didn't get the slave one. You got a rancor. Yeah. You could have just flown back in yeah. your giant gunship and blasted everything away. And you know what? You wouldn't have wasted Danny Trejo's fucking time. Mm-hmm. Is that what he was doing while like Luke was doing shit with Grogu? Was he like, like riding that riding that the whole rancor? time? It, it was just so sloppy the way they were like, here's one scene of him with the Rancor and them saying, oh, you could learn to ride this. And then the next time we see the Rancor, he's riding it. It's like, wow, nailed it. What a just set up and pay off. What yeah. pros. Yeah. Yeah. I hated the show. I really did. It was just so bad. It's so mediocre. It just, it bums me out that like there are people that are like episode six of Bo- the book of Boba Fett is the best thing that Star Wars that's happened to Star Wars since like Empire Strikes Back. And it's like, what is wrong with you? This is why you get shit like this. Cause you babies are just like, you're just Lucasfilm's jingling some keys in front of their face. Like, Oh, you like this? Look, it's a fake CGI. Luke, it's Ahsoka. Eat this up. You stupid baby. I take, I take back what I said earlier. If those people actually exist, I would take my $1 billion and I would take half of it. And I would enter the John wick universe. And I'd be like, <laughs> kill this person all of you all of you assassins kill this person it's like the can't Darwin we aspire has failed us can't we aspire to something better in star wars and like stupid cameos and easter eggs like are you just never gonna recast luke you're just gonna have these like creepy cgi mannequin luke's appearances forever and ever people are seriously like they could do a whole show like that it's like do you have any idea how bad that would be you know here's the thing i've been thinking about this today um knowing we we're gonna record this today I obviously I haven't been on a road trip with you in a while now. Listen, two months, a few months, yeah, a few months. So that means I haven't listened to other Star Wars podcasts in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What is the tenor of other Star Wars podcasts throughout this show? Um, it's it's hard to say because I've like the the We Hate Movies guys really turned on the show. Good, good, um, as you should. Uh, yeah, and Scavengers Horde. I don't believe they're particularly into it. Okay, good. Um, they're the best. They're my favorite. I mean, they're 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 nicer than we are. They're far more yeah. professional, so they, sure um, they find the good in things. They also um, do weekly. Good for them. 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Bald Move guys, I was just listening to their episode about the last, about episode seven. Um, they pretty much turned on the show. They're really just like, can we not have a, a Star Wars show for, for babies? You know, like, mm. can we have a Star Wars show for not like a mature, like, you know, we don't need like a rated that. R Star Wars show, no. but just like a show that acknowledges that adults watch this type of thing. You know? like, right, right. Yeah, just at the level of other Star Wars movies that have come out in the past. You know, that, did, we, did we ever really do an episode about Rogue One? Maybe. It was long. Yeah, we probably did. Because I feel like I'd really like to dive in at some point about the things that I specifically do not agree with the the I almost said fake Star Wars fans. That's unfair. Mm-hmm. But like the other Star Wars fans, what they liked about Rogue One and the few visual things about Rogue One that I thought were worth exploring, which are mostly space battle stuff. I mean, the third act was good in that way. That's what I remember. Um, but I mean, like up until like, it's like if you're rooting for the whole Vader hallway thing, it's like, I feel like you've kind of missed the point. Well, it's it's just playing with your action figures. You know, if you're into yeah. that, that's fine, whatever. But yeah, speaking of other podcasts, I, I've dipped into a few of the other ones and some are just like super excited about like, Oh, it's, it's, we're building out the Filoni verse and I can't yeah. wait to see, you know, all these characters interact. Like I, I need more of Ahsoka talking to Luke. Like, you know, like I need a scene where she tells Luke about Anakin. I don't know. Just none of that interests me at all. Some people are really into that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's one Star Wars podcast that I follow some of the hosts of. It's been a while since I've listened to their podcast because I liked them because they were so positive about things that most people were negative about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were obviously hurt by episode nine. But I've been so afraid to listen to their podcast talking about Mandalorian era and beyond because... I feel like you can tell even among the really positive podcasts that are out there they're just they're they're having to try real hard with the book mm. bofet you know because I, I think about i think how you worded it post force awakens when you were talking about raylo before i came around to raylo and you were like i looked at all the the options and this was the, what actually one of the most interesting and i think about like i don't know some of that attitude towards things of star wars and I don't know what things to be excited about and positive about. And I just can't get excited about they don't exist in Boba Fett filling in the cracks. Like I'm just not interested in like, Oh, let's see more of Luke building his Academy. I don't really care about that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Put it in a book or something like I want new That's stories. That's why you have the books. Yeah. Well, it's like, I'm very excited about the further cinematic adventures of Ming-Na Wen. <laughs> Maybe not in this character. No, it's just, not this iteration of this character. None of this the whole timeline interests me at all. Like, yeah, I just I want to either go way forward or way back. I I feel like if, if you gave me Mandalorian season three, episode one starts three episode three se- three years later, and the Mandalorian's been called back to investigate the murder of Boba Fett. <laughs> that's, that's Let me ask you this: That's where like, I go. Do, do they ever have? baby Yoda talk mm. in the Mandalorian. <laughs> I think he says dad at one point. I don't think he's no, I'm, I don't think he has. Cause I, I'm saying like, do, should they ever have oh, him no. talk? No. 
what the hell do you do with this character? Where is he in the sequel trilogy? That's the thing is he's he's kind of a character. But he's also just kind of like a pet. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like if he starts talking, is that just going to be weird? Right, right. This character does not exist, and this character is perfectly fine for you to fetishize in a certain way. But like, he's there be, for the memes. Yeah, be realistic about how you are infantilizing this character. Right. I mean, you don't I mean, want to watch. What is the end game there? I mean, I don't want to like necessarily praise James Gunn per se, but like what they've done of like teenage Groot, you don't want to see that with Grogu. No. Well, like, like I was just thinking like, oh, what if you like froze Mando and Carbonite and you woke up later and like baby Yoda was older. Like then you just have like another Yoda. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that'd be like, nobody really wants that. No, no. And, and like the whole fucking flashback to like the order 66 hidden origin gotta keep Grogu. seeing that yeah but like i mean like is that is that a thread that we're supposed to follow is like the weird a lot of people are of like oh who rescued grogu it's like who cares like, is it important well, and this idea what does it luke say like it's not like i'm teaching him it's like he's remembering okay i get that this character's 50 years old but well, we I, have to have training a, in every single Star yeah. Wars property now. Well, because yeah. because we fucked up with Ray apparently because so she's a woman girl. You had a fight with a stick without yeah. us seeing her train to do. Even it though first. she literally had more screen time training mm-hmm. than Luke did, yeah. Um, I miss Daisy Ridley in anything, but uh, just just give us episode ten, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's all I it. ask for. Fuck it, just do episode ten. Episode ten for. Even if it's like for not until 77 for the 50th anniversary, you know, just take your time, do it right. And go ahead, play with it, have a little fun. Have Oscar Isaac be like, somehow Ben Solo returned. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow me English exit returned. Because I mean, it's fucking like the missed opportunity of having the two of them show up and, and just having them be like, which one of us talks first? God damn it. It's just sitting right there, JJ. Yeah. Star Wars is frustrating. We end every episode of this podcast now talking about the hope of episode 10 and then just being depressed. Yeah. I'm really sad. Mm-hmm. I've also been drinking for two hours, so that's, that's, that's really good. added to it. That's yeah. good. All right. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll be back for Obi-Wan. Can't wait to see uh, the, the new fight oh, oh. between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Yeah, really. But but I feel like you've got to be happy though. It's on real Star Wars Day. That's true. It is yeah. not fake Star Wars Day. Real not, Star Wars Day. Not the fucking fake fan Star Wars Day. That's right. That's right. I said it. I'm gatekeeping yeah. that. Yeah, it's a real it's a real North versus South uh, situation mm-hmm. here. <laughs> May the force be with you. Always. Shh.